and welcome to the Joy Rebellion, the podcast for all things joy, creating it, experiencing it, sharing it, and being inspired by those who live their joy out loud every single day. Stay tuned, you won't regret it. Episode 16, The Thing About Presence. In this episode, we are talking about presents, not the kind that you give and get at birthdays and holidays, but presents with a C-E at the end, the concept of being in the present moment. Why are we talking about this? Well, we've talked about it before, and it plays a big role in our joy, but specifically, I decided to record a podcast episode today about it because I am struggling with it. I'm having a really hard time right now staying in the present moment. My mind jumps back and forth consistently and constantly between all the things I have going on um, since I decided to do this episode. Because of this, I guess I should give you a little bit of background. I started a new job, which I've talked about before, at the end of January, so I'm about six weeks in, and in addition to going back to physical therapy, I am still teaching yoga and running the winery. So three sort of major things happening um, in my professional life. And what I have noticed as I've been attempting to settle into a routine with them is I find myself thinking about wine stuff while I'm doing physical therapy and physical therapy stuff while I'm running the winery and then wondering during both of those times when I'm going to get to the yoga thing and sequencing or playlisting or whatever it is. So I'm finding that I'm having a hard time staying focused on whatever the current experience is and noticing my brain sort of simultaneously running a second chat about whatever the other thing is that I'm not doing. And it's not just being regulated or restricted to career and work. It's spilling over into other areas. So I'm finding myself like listening to a podcast, but then realizing that I haven't actually been listening to it at all and that I've missed like the last five minutes of it because my brain was somewhere else or exercising um, and noticing that I'm not really paying attention to or focusing on my reps or my form because I'm busy being distracted in my brain by something that either has already happened or that is coming up and is going to be happening. So finding, now I'm rambling, (laughs) but finding that my brain is sort of very easily distracted and is having a really hard time staying focused on whatever I am currently and presently doing. Maybe me even just the struggle of describing that resonates with you because um, it it's hard, right? Like we're slowing down. I'm slowing down now to try to talk about it. Uh, and slowing down even is a challenge for my brain. Like stop thinking about what you want to say in the next few minutes and focus on just what you want to say right now. It's hard. So that's what has been going on inside my brain, and maybe you will resonate with that. And I first realized it was happening because I noticed that my memory was garbage. 
I was specifically thinking about something that happened in a patient's house in physical therapy and somebody asked me if I had done something and I literally couldn't remember. Not just like, oh, I'm not sure. Let me go back and like think about that for a second. Like I mentally went back into that space and imagined that person's house again and, you know, where I was standing and what I was doing and I literally have no memory of whether or not I did this thing. So that was kind of like the first trigger for me to go like, I am distracted because I am not remembering anything. I also feel myself disconnecting, almost like I'm watching what is unfolding from above, Um, both in those work experiences like I was just talking about, but also sometimes just in communication or interactions with people. I'm finding it to be a little more challenging to stay present in conversations. Um, My brain is elsewhere, and sometimes I even feel like I'm just watching myself try to have this conversation, which is incredibly awkward (laughs) to do. And what I first, you know, started thinking was like, oh, my God, have I taken on too much? Like, should I have taken this job? Is this too much for me to do? Can I really manage these three different career things and a podcast and training for a 50 miler and trying to have a social life and having a relationship and parenting our dogs and blah, 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 right? Like, that's immediately where my brain went was sort of this panic mode of like, I am doing too much and I'm going to fail at it all. But the more I sat with that after the initial panic subsided and really started to think about it, I don't think I've taken on too much. I think I'm unpracticed in being present, which sounds kind of silly or did to me um, being somebody in the yoga world who meditates every day, who journals every day. Like, isn't that what I'm doing? Practicing being present every day. So what does that mean to be like unpracticed being present? Um, And for me, what it feels like, and this might be different for you, but I know that I have had a lot less going on in the last couple of years than I had previously. So life was very packed in a good way um, when we lived in San Diego and also sort of the first year we moved up here in 2019. And this is sort of fitting because I'm recording this on March 13th which is like three years almost exactly to the day when the whole COVID thing started unraveling. Um, We felt like we were living in some crazy world. But when that did happen three years ago, everything slowed down and shut down. And not just for me, but for most people. And what happened over those last few years is that my schedule and my life, while it did pick back up and things started to get filled in again, and by no means have I felt like I've just been like sitting around for three years, it hasn't been filled in the way that it was before that until recently. Um, things had been a little bit slower, especially regarding like social interactions. Like I know we've been allowed, quote unquote, to go back into the world and have social interactions for a while, but like We simultaneously moved, you know, an hour away from Portland and we were only in Portland for a year, less than a year before COVID started. So a lot of my social interactions that were really busy in San Diego never really got up to that place when we moved up here and definitely didn't during COVID. So rambling again, that's going to be the theme of today's podcast. But, you know, as I stop to think about like, why am I having such a hard time with this? I'm really struggling with being present in my personal life and in my professional life. Like, did I just take too much shit on at once? And am I going to fail and drop every single ball that's flying in the air? And that's what it felt like. 
But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, I don't think that's it. I think like everything else, similar to what got me into doing this entire podcast about joy in the first place, I think I'm unpracticed in it. I think I'm unpracticed in being present and I need to think about it a little more and dig a little bit deeper and figure out, you know, where and how I can work on presence. So that's what we're talking about today. The thing about presence. You know, it's easy to be present in certain situations. It's really easy, or at least can be very easy to be present while you're meditating or relaxing or reading a book that you like or on vacation without the distraction of the normal world. Or if it's not easy to be present, it's easier to bring yourself back into the present. It's easier to notice when you're not being present and to be able to pull yourself back. It's much harder to be present the rest of the time. So what are we supposed to do, right? Because like as I have felt and maybe you have also felt in your life at some point in the past, like not living in the present isn't sustainable or at least it doesn't feel sustainable to me. It feels stressful and it feels overwhelming and it feels anxiety inducing or fear inducing or sadness inducing. It does not feel joyful. It does not feel fun. It does not feel full of opportunity and it does not feel sustainable. So what are we supposed to do? Can't just sit around and meditate all day. That's not practical. So how am I supposed to sort of be more present in my life when all of this other stuff is happening? Well, let's back up a little bit first. First, what does being present even mean? We talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, like it's almost impossible, right? Because the minute you realize that you're being present in the present moment, that moment is already gone. Um, So, you know, don't get too nitty gritty about it. But if you want to sort of think about it, being present is a handful of things that come together to help you feel like you're experiencing the moment that you're living in. So that can include paying attention to what's happening here and now. So as I'm recording this podcast, it can be paying attention to the temperature of the room or the background noises that I hear or the light coming from the overhead light or my computer or the way the microphone sounds in my own headphones, right? But it's paying attention to what is happening in the here and in the now. It is noticing when your mind wanders forward or backwards or sideways, because it's going to wander. It's what it wants to do. Um, Your brain wants to think about a lot of other stuff at once. And so noticing when it started to do that is part of being present. So if I start to notice as I'm recording this episode that I'm thinking about, ooh, I got to go hurry this recording up because I got to squeeze in a quick workout before I have to leave to go to work, right? I can have that entire thought And if I'm not focusing on being present, I'll have that thought and I won't even notice really that I've had that thought or that it pulled me out of the present moment that I was being in this recording of the podcast. It just sort of happens at the same time as I'm doing something else. So working on being present means working on noticing when your mind does that, when it wanders forward, backwards, or sideways. It is also being aware that by being focused on what is happening in the here and the now, you have an extreme power of choice in the moment, which is awesome. I can choose what my next words are going to be very carefully. I can choose when I want to pause. I can choose what I want to say. If I say something, I can choose how I'm going to feel about that. Um, It gives you time. It gives you time to craft a response rather than to have an automatic reaction 
or to not even register something and then later on have the reaction or the response that you couldn't have chosen in the moment. So there's a huge amount of power of choice when you're being present. And it allows you to focus on your current actions, your surroundings, or your sensations, which can be good or bad, right? So you, well, and good and bad are too dichotomous. It's not really good or bad. But some people might feel like it's challenging to be focused on your current action surrounding your sensation. Maybe the sensation you feel is discomfort or grief. And that can be really challenging to sit in those things. So it's easier to disappear from the present moment. Maybe the surrounding is uncomfortable. It could be a place where you feel unsafe emotionally or physically. It could be something that's cold or hot or raining. And the thing that you're doing might be uncomfortable. You might be doing something new or having a difficult discussion or, you know, being yelled at by somebody that you care about. So it can be really challenging to be present because, you know, you are experiencing all ranges of things, but it's also incredibly important to be present because those things are going to happen. And on the other end of the spectrum, like really amazing things are going to happen. And you want to be experiencing all of it. And you can't just pick and choose. You can't just decide you're only going to be present when the good shit's going on. And you're going to disappear and not be present when something hard is happening. That doesn't really work. Um, It's not sustainable. So learning to be comfortable with focusing on the current action or surrounding or sensation is really important. So now that we understand sort of what being present even means. What are the benefits of being present? Why is it good for us? Well, this one <laughs> makes sense and sort of what was triggered triggered this whole thing to begin with. It boosts your memory and increases your focus. You know, like the first thing I noticed was I couldn't remember like simple stuff, stuff that I should be able to recall. Think about it this way. When you aren't being present, when your brain is wandering off forward, backwards, or sideways, it's like having multiple tabs open on your computer or on your smartphone, right? Multiple things running, multiple processes happening at the same time. You're not aware of what all of them are. You probably don't even know why you opened some of those tabs years ago to begin with, right? Your ability to stay focused and to remember and to take information in and store it appropriately is significantly decreased when you are not being present. It can improve your relationships to be present. We've all had experiences of having conversations with somebody where it really feels like they're engaged and they're listening and they're connected and they are there with you, not only physically, but sort of emotionally or intellectually. And then we've all had the opposite experience where you're talking to somebody and you're like, they aren't even listening. Their mind is somewhere else. They don't give two shits about what I'm saying and it doesn't feel good, right? So being present can really help with relationship building and relationship growth. It will help you see things more clearly and it will help you enhance sensations and feelings. So to kind of go along with that last point about being present, there's no way for you to see what is happening if you're not paying attention to it as it's happening. And there's no way for you to fully indulge in a sensation or a feeling if you're simultaneously thinking about something else. So for better or worse, (laughs) good and bad, both ends of the spectrum, you know, being able to see why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you saying what you're saying? Why are you feeling what you're feeling? 
Is it something that you want to do? Is it something that you want more of? Is it something that you want to enhance? Or are you doing something because you're avoiding something else? Or are you doing something because it's habit or reaction and you don't like it and you'd like to change it? None of those things are you going to be able to see or understand if you're not paying attention to what's happening in the moment. It helps with creativity. So you have the ability to be more creative when you're present because you don't have those other tabs open and because you're actually paying attention to what you're feeling and experiencing. So you can pivot, you can come up with new ideas, you can go down rabbit holes, you can, you know, lean into a thought or an emotion and see what comes out of it. You're not in your routine. You're not on autopilot. So your creativity gets a major boost. And it can help you grow appreciation and gratitude. Even just the act of slowing down and and noticing what's around you will help you become grateful for or appreciate those really simple things that we often take for granted, things that you might blow through otherwise. You know, think about like being in the present moment at a really nice dinner with somebody that you care about. You appreciate the food so much more. Everything tastes so much better. You know, you appreciate good service from the waiter or the waitress or the wait staff. If you are, you know, taking drive through takeout on a road trip and you're on your way to somewhere and you're running late and you're just mindlessly shoving food in your mouth while you're driving, like that's a completely different experience of eating. And you're going to have a very different appreciation or gratitude for food in those two scenarios. What happens if we aren't present? So great, like we understand why we should be present, but what happens when we're not being present? Your mind wanders and you lose focus and concentration. This should be obvious by now. I'm not going to go further into it, but like that's exactly why I was forgetting stuff was because I wasn't paying attention. My mind was wandering to something else. I wasn't storing the right information in the right place. You can get stuck in overwhelm when your brain is looking at all of those different tabs that are open at the same time. Sometimes it freezes. The spinning wheel of death on an old computer, an iPhone that won't switch out of an application. We can get stuck in overwhelm and we can freeze. We can intentionally tune out or zone out of a situation. Sometimes it feels like it's too much, whether because we're feeling overwhelmed or whether because we're uncomfortable being in the present moment and we can tune out or zone out and then we're not ever actually addressing what's happening or digging deeper or working on something ourselves. And with all of those things, we give power. We give our power away. So that power of choice that we talked about, that power to choose our thoughts, our experiences, our emotions, our our reactions, we give that power away and we give it away either to somebody else and we let them make choices and decisions about how we're going to feel or we give it away to ourselves, but we give it away to our future selves or our past selves. When we allow ourselves to wander off into the future to think about things that haven't happened yet, we give a lot of power to those things that haven't happened yet and not always in a good way, sometimes in a way that causes anxiety or fear. And if we think about things that have already happened, places that we can't go back and change because it's already happened, we give power away to our past selves. And again, not always in a good way, sometimes in a way that causes us sadness or grief or regret. So great. What are we supposed to do? (laughs) 
Like I said, not practical to sit around and meditate all day. So like how do we work on being present while going about a life that can feel, you know, like there's a lot of opportunity to disappear from the present moment. First and foremost, stop multitasking. Stop multitasking. Stop eating while you listen to a podcast. Stop listening to a podcast while you do your work. Stop scrolling on your phone while you talk to your friends. Stop watching television at the same time that you're trying to read a book. Stop multitasking. Focus on your surroundings with all five senses. Focus on how something sounds and looks and feels and tastes and smells. Maybe not tastes. That Use your judgment on things that you should and shouldn't taste. You can challenge your habitual behavior. Notice when you go into routine or habit. Are they intentional routines and habits that you built? Or are they just things that you're automatically doing? Question. Be curious. Yes, about your routines and habits. Why am I doing this? What am I getting out of this? But also just about life, about the moment. Find yourself having curiosity about things. Oh, I wonder what that would feel like. I wonder what would happen if I walked over there. I wonder what that person is thinking. I wonder where that person got that hat. Like curiosity is the cure for multitasking and for not being present. Because when you're curious, you have to engage with the present moment because you want to answer your own questions. So ask questions. Be curious. Accept what you do not know. This one was like really big for me. Maybe I've already touched a nerve or pressed a button for you with something else that I've said, but this one really got me. Accept what you don't know. Because one of the reasons I have a hard time being present is because I'm wondering or worrying about something in some other part of my life, usually that either hasn't happened yet or that has happened and I don't know what the outcome of it is going to be. And so I find myself perseverating on possible outcomes, usually the bad ones, wondering in a way that gives me anxiety or fear about what future outcomes might be, instead of accepting that there are just some things I don't know. And I won't know them until it's time to know them. And thinking about them, thinking about all of the various options and things that could come out of them is not going to change them. If you want some practical, like, sit-down activities, deep breathing, other sorts of pranayama, breathing exercises, meditation, it is helpful. Like, the joke is you can't just sit around and meditate all day, but it is helpful for practicing presence, right? It's always more helpful to practice something with the least amount of distraction. It's why you, you know, practice riding your bicycle down an empty cul-de-sac with training wheels on. Take away as many variables as possible. It's why, at least I did, you learn how to drive a car in a big, like, college parking lot where nobody else is around. So you want to take away as many variables as possible when you're learning something new. So use meditation. Use breathing exercises as a way to practice presence. And then use the other things, focusing on your surroundings with your five senses, challenging your habitual behavior, asking more questions, getting curious, accepting what you don't know, stopping multitasking. Use those the rest of the time. So I don't know. This was an episode that I felt just called 
I usually hate that phrase, but it is accurate here. I felt called to record because it's something that I'm actively struggling with or being challenged by. And maybe you are too, especially as, you know, we approach the three-year anniversary of the great pandemic. Life does feel like it's speeding back up, and it has for a little while, but maybe you're in a position like I am where it's really picked up in the last couple of months, or you've intentionally picked it up moving into a new year, and you're noticing a little bit of fallout from that. So I hope this was helpful. It definitely was for me. Um, And if it was for you, let me know. I would appreciate it. I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 